Hi, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave and every day of every basho, we put out a podcast episode about it. Gee, you make it sound like it's a lot of work. I know. It when is. I said that, I <laughs> yeah. felt quite so Every heavy. day, every basho, every lifetime. I hope I said it in a happy way. No, you did. you did. At the moment, I feel pretty happy about it because we're in week one. <laughs> So it's day number three of Akibasho in Tokyo, and we're, we're going to start with a jury action. Exactly. Uh, Asashiyu, he got his first win under his new Shakona. Obviously, he was the former Murato mm-hmm. uh, after he beat Churunoumi. So As- Asashiyu is now one and two. Midori Fuji, he picked up his first win too after a very long bout against Takakento. He didn't look his normal self. But signs of life from Midori Fuji, his one and two. Daisho Maru continues to impress. He extends his winning streak to three. Fancy footwork on the Tawara helped him take this one against Tohakuryu. Bushozan. Yes. Against Abi, he beat him. Yeah. It's a very, very dynamic affair, but Bushozan was just able to wear Abi down, take him over the bales. I didn't think Abi looked great today. He was sort of resorting to some of his arm flailing and slapping and Bushozan, he's just so steady, you cannot move him backwards. And well, I think he's that great mix of steady, but fast here. I think he, he saw his opportunities and he took them. Bushozan moves to three and zero. Abi, one and two. Kaisho came up against Oho and it was an absolutely epic battle. This is one to go back and watch if you can. Oho, he almost won it straight away at the start, but his issue is really putting his opponent away. For the rest of the bout, Kaisho was probably most in control, but it was a real back and forth. Oho doing a great job on defence, but not able to stop Kaisho at the end. Oho hasn't picked up a win yet. He's looked okay, but yeah, yeah, just can't can't finish it off. Exactly right. But aren't we being, we're being treated today in Jurio. Yeah. Great this, bouts. This was a fantastic bout. Kaisho, he is two and one. Aqua came up against Mitoriu and hassled him throughout their bout. He picked up the win. Aqua continues to look good. He moves to two and one. Mitoriu one and two at the top of Jurio. The first bout of Makuchi was Jurio visitor Daimami up against Tokushoryu. Tokushoryu opened with attacks, focused on the upper chest and neck of Daimami. He kept at it, pushing and attacking high. Moved Daimami over the bales to pick up his first win. So encouraging to see Tokushoryu moving forward. Daimami just continuing his bad form, I think, of last basho of July. He went 4-11 and now he's 0-3. There's not a lot of good sumo to be found there. He's looking a little bit lost out there. But let's focus on the positives. Tokushoryu, 1 and 2. Ichiyamamoto was up next against Chiyamaru. Both Rikishi threw out fast, high attacks. But just as Ichiyamamoto was threatening to overrun Chiyamaru, Chiyamaru calmly stepped back to the side and slapped Ichiyamamoto down. I felt this was, this was a lesson for the young man here. Yeah, well, I think I said that yesterday as well. He's, he's learning a lot at the moment. It's Chiyamaru's third win and his first against Ichiyamamoto, actually. Yeah, really. And he does it with the, the beltless arms, so that's, that's kind of cool. Chiyamaru 3-0. Yeah, yep. I'm feeling it. Great stuff. Chiyanakuni was up next against Yutakeyama. It was a strong and fast touch eye that saw both Rikishi... Uh, delivering some hard thrusting attacks, but it was Yutakiyama here that just seemed to have a bit more power and Chinakuni found himself right up against the Tawara. Sensing danger because Yutakiyama was closing in, Chinakuni threw himself forward, 
closed that space and took the Utakiyama thrusting attacks out of commission before grabbing Utakiyama's upper body and twisting him around over the bales, Tsukiyotoshi win. And Utakiyama was put out with quite a bit of force and he went for a long run down the Hanamichi. She probably should have run right out of there, <laughs> gone for a bit of a jog. Right into the cab. Had a rest before tomorrow, but instead he had to trudge all the way back over to the other side of the stadium to bow to the guy who just beat him. That's uh, four wins against Yutakiyama in a row now for Chionokuni. Is that right? And he too moves to three and zero. So, sorry, say that again. Three and zero. Come on, Chionokuni, you can do it. <laughs> It's very good news for him. Yutakiyama is one and two. Kaise was up next against Chiona Oh. Chiona Oh looked super determined today. He locked on like a limpet to Kaise's big body, grabbed the Mawashi with his left hand and drove forward, taking the big man Kaise back across the Tawara for a Yori Kitty win. Kaise looked shocked. Yeah. Just at the speed of Chiona Or today. I forget this about Chiona Or. He can come out so fast and because he's so muscly and just a little a ball of muscle, he really can surprise people. He brings it and he brought it today. Chiona Or, two and one. Kaisei, one and two. Tsurugisho stepped up next against Tochino Shin. Tsurugisho, he timed a step to the side at the touchy eye perfectly before slipping around next to Tochinoshin, slamming a left hand on the back of Tochinoshin's belt and driving him over the bales. Was this a henker? I didn't think so, actually. My henker uh, alert didn't go off at all. Um, but, yeah, that that is one way of looking at it, I suppose. I thought maybe that Tsurugisho, because his body's a little bit shot, <laughs> he knows that he doesn't really want to be taken backwards by someone as strong as Tochinoshin. So that 180 flip, that step out of the way is really important to him. It's a really good way of preventing this. Even if his pull down didn't work uh, at the start when he tried to get out of the way, I guess that was a good attempt. Well, yeah. the for his forward push worked at least. I did the same thing after it, as I do after every bout. I, I have a few seconds of reflection where I just sit silently and think about what I just saw. And yeah, my henker alarm bells weren't going off. It was actually nice to see Tsurugisho move so quickly at the touchy eye. Yeah, he can move. And I, I think it was actually a clever thing to get that win for him. <laughs> so He's... we're calling this one as okay? Yep. Great. Yep, we give it the Sumo Mainichi tick of approval. <laughs> and Tsurugisho, that's his first win in this Basho. He's one and two. Tochinoshin is the same score. Kagiyaki came up against Kodoeko. And Kodoeko, he let Kagiyaki come straight at him. It's dangerous. Looked like a bit of a write-off. Kagiyaki was coming forward strongly. But Kodoeko, he's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve still. And he pulled Kagiyaki forward, jumped to the side, and was just able to come back and push him out from the side, despite Kagiyaki balancing quite delicately for a big guy on the Tawara. Was this lucky? Everything went Kotoeko's way here. At the yeah, end. I do think it was a little bit lucky just because of that, him being able to keep himself in with yeah. that movement and that Kagiyaki was so close to, to being out. I, I think it was well-timed, maybe we could call it. I saw a friend of the podcast, Tim Sumo, put a tweet up yesterday about how people who are trying to take Kagiyaki on head-to-head -head don't often come off uh, all that well. And so it was interesting to see uh, Kotoeko get away with it today. Kagiyaki was in a winning position here. I think he wins 19 out of 20 of these bouts where he's there on the bales in front of you. But Kotoeko, gambare. Yep, his first win, he's one and two. Kagiyaki, two and one. 
Chiataru up next against Endo. It was a fast, touchy eye from Endo. Again, he, we saw him attack low. Was he looking for the front of the belt here? It was hard to say. He didn't get anything, but it really didn't matter. He slammed so hard into Chiataru. It drove Chiatari back and over the bales. Yeah, he, he didn't get that grip, but it didn't matter because it was the express being put away in its rail yard for the night, just backed straight out of the doyo. Endo wasn't bothered at all by Chiatari's tiny little pull attempt as he went back. Their record is pretty even, which was a massive surprise to me. It's 10 now, 10-9 uh, now towards Endo, but it didn't show at all today. Endo totally dominant. He moves to two and one at Magashira 11 and Chiatari is one and two. Miyogiryu up against Hidenomi. This was a bit of a weird one. Hidenomi, when he went down uh, ready for the Tachiya, he seemed to Maybe, and I'm surprised maybe this doesn't happen more often, although they're doing it all the time. There was a little wobble. There was a, a little fall. He had to sort of put his hand down and he wasn't quite steady. It's like he, he squatted down and overbalanced forward a bit, causing him to put his uh, left fist down a bit soon. And there was this weird few seconds where nothing happened. Yeah. So there was a bit of a wait. Miyogiryu was looked ready to go. Hidenomi then seemed to get himself in position to go. But then Miyogiryu jumped at the touchy eye, what he thought was the touchy eye. Hidenomi hadn't put his other hand down. It wasn't called a mutter and Hidenomi was just taken straight out. Yeah. He looked straight at the Gyoji like, Come this on, is mate. a mutter, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it wasn't called and it was a, the easiest of easy wins for yeah. Miyogiryu. Yeah, this was a bit of a mess, this bout. Just it was hit. hard to know exactly what what happened. It was well, just a bit confusing, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't confusing for Miyogiryu. He just steamed forward and picked up a very, very easy win. That takes him to three and zero. Yeah. Hidenumi, better luck getting ready next time. He's one and two. Okunumi and Aoyama were up next. Aoyama, he looked good out of the touchy eye, but his attacks, while they looked good, didn't really worry Okunumi at all. Uh, as Okunumi slapped away the Nodawa attacks... Okunumi then lowered his stance, moved forward and just bullied Aoyama back and across the bales. Something doesn't look right with Aoyama to me. I totally agree. He's trying to push. He's trying. He tried really hard today. This was probably his best attempt so far of the three days to push forward, but it wasn't working. Of course, then he tries the pull and yeah. Okunumi uh, is not falling for that. So yeah, he's zero three and just doesn't look. It just looks strong. a little off to me. Mm, I would agree. Okunumi though, he's two and one at Magashira eight at this point. Well, Tobizaru, the excitement machine after two days, comes up now against Teretsuyoshi. And like yesterday against Ura, Teretsuyoshi went low and went head to head with Tobizaru. But Tobizaru was much more active than Ura. He eventually stood up, got his body above Teretsuyoshi's rather than waiting for him to do something. This allowed Tobizaru to grab the belt. It's his new thing with his right hand. And he rolled Teretsuyoshi to the ground. Get me in the vortex. Yeah. Tobizaru, <laughs> he's brand new. I'm seeing a completely different, different ricochet this time around. Was I able to match Teretsuyoshi at going low? Both of them, when they were locked up, were just, it felt like centimetres from the doyo. Um, and as you said, just the presence of mind to reach around the back. He did miss that uh, belt grip one time. Yeah. But then re-established it and just an amazing throw. Tobizaru. Oh, like I'm honestly speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm loving watching him fight and yeah, can't wait to see what the rest of this basho has in store for him. He is three and zero. Teretsuyoshi one and two. 
Ura up next against Show. We had a bad feeling about this one. Yeah, he's just... I mean, he always starts far back from the Shikiri-sen, but with Onosho oh. so close and just staring him down and Ura quite obviously not in great form from what we've seen already. I guess it's only two days. We were a bit worried. Well, uh, yeah, and it was very interesting to see. Onosho wasn't just on the line. He was right on the line. He was leaning forward. He he did break. There was a mutter. But when they reset, again, Ura, a long way back, Onosho right up on the line. When they got going, predictably, Onosho charged forward. Ura dipped his head to try to lift Onosho's centre of gravity up, but Onosho was, he was set. He was moving. Nothing was going to stop him. It left Ura nowhere to go, and he was pushed down and out. Oshitawashi. Onosho, another one on three wins and zero losses, which is great. When they were both, when they were fighting before, they, they fought a few times and five times back in 2016, 2017. Ura was dominant, but now this is their first match since then in 2021 wow. and, and Onosha was firmly in the driver's seat. I did think, did you see Ura's hand clenched in Onosha's hair a little bit when I, he tried the yeah, pull as well? No, I didn't notice that until you pointed it out to me. It did look a little dicey. I mean, it didn't matter because he lost anyway, but yeah. I think if he had have won... They would have had to have a look at that because there were definitely some mm. some curved fingers there. <laughs> so Anosho, he's three and zero. Ura hasn't managed a win yet at uh, his highest rank for a while. Maigashira six. Shimanumi next against Takara Fuji. Shimanumi working so hard as he always does. He's trying to get in close to Takara Fuji and he does. He's working away at his body, but Takara Fuji circles away and locks Shimanumi's arms up, takes him with him, drags him around and flips him down. Nice work from Takara Fuji with uh, very little room at the edge. He, he didn't leave himself a lot of real estate to do that but uh, he pulled off the win. It was quite amazing, actually. You could see Shimanumi, he was visibly frustrated after this one. And you can't blame uh, Shimanumi today. He had Takarafuji on toast. Watching this replay, just watching Takarafuji use the doyo, we haven't seen him do this for quite a while, but he just would not go over those bales, kept stepping around, stepping around. It was sublime sumo from yeah, it was really the nice. original manager. Yeah, he did it. He did it today. Dad did it. He's two and one. Shimanumi, one and two. Tamawashi up next against Daesho. This one was over in the blink of an eye. Day one, Daesho turned up today. He smashed Tamawashi at the touchy eye, quickly moved in for the kill. Oshidashi win. Honestly, how does this happen? I wonder if it's because they're both, their styles are so similar. They're both um, Oshi Sumo. Uh, Daesho certainly stood Tamawashi upright more, which. Uh, he manages to get himself, when he wins, he's often on that perfect angle, you know, when when his, his body and the dough are at a, not 45, but, you know, somewhere around there. And it's his win condition, his win position. It does seem to be a timing thing for Daesho. And when the timing's on and the positioning's on, he looks unbeatable. And when he can string 13 days of that into a basho, he'll win a Yusho. Yeah. And then when he can't, he's going to go 4-11. That's right. I just guess I was surprised that it was against Tamawashi. Yeah, exactly. Tamawashi usually makes people work a lot harder than that. But today, Tamawashi picks up the win. He's 2-1. Daesho, same score. Chiyoshoma came up against Kodnowaka and he went for the slap, Chiyoshoma. And that's not on with lovely Kodnowaka and his poor baby face. I, I completely agree. that I think in the same way my heart knows if something's a hanker. 
I'm similar with slaps to the face. Sometimes it brings me so much happiness. Yeah. And then other times I'm standing up and yelling at the TV. That's that's quite true. That's exactly what you do both times. Yeah. Yeah. You're very vocal about both options there. Sometimes I can see it as like a cheeky, playful slap to the face. And then other times I just think there's a a bad spirit behind it. Yeah. I didn't love this one. Kodnowaka, he winced and then he got a thumb in the eye. So it was really bad times for him. He luckily though stayed upright from the pool attempt from Chiyoshoma. And then he almost was able to... Chiyoshoma was off balance then. He was almost able to pull him down. From there, it was a bit of a flurry, but Kotnawaka did really well to keep his belt away from Chiyoshoma. It was a crucial move of his hips, and he took the opportunity to grab Chiyoshoma's belt and throw him down. Yeah. Very, very satisfying sumo from Kotnawaka today. Uh, Chiyoshoma's never beaten Kotnawaka. Yes, in, right. This is now in seven attempts. Kotnawaka just knows what to do. I don't know. That's amazing. It is when you think about how consistent Chiyoshoma is. Maybe he's used to the slap. Maybe we're uh, we're arcing oh, up yeah, against true. it for no reason. He's like, okay, I true. get slapped and then I dominate him. Yeah, great. Love to see it. Kotnawaka, <laughs> two and one. Chiyoshoma still looking for a win on zero and three. Up next, Komasubi Takayasu against Maegashira to Kirabiyama. This is probably one you need to watch on replay. This was a classic so. bout. Um, it was very long. It went for more than three minutes. It was very, very technical, this bout, uh, with multiple long lockups that featured at various times Takiyasu with a belt grip, fighting Kirubiyama's hand off. Uh, at other times, it was just body grips. But so much to look at and enjoy in this bout. We've seen Takiyasu do this before, where he'll he'll go out just trying to lock up and stop uh, and take the momentum out of these younger rikishi and then grind them down for the win. And Takiyasu maintained a better position, I would say, through 99% of this whole bout. But in the end, it was Kiribayama. It, it had just gone past the three-minute mark. Kiribayama initiated. He'd found a front, uh, a grip on the front of Takiyasu's belt, and he swung Takiyasu around his body and down to the ground. Great effort. Oh, it was. I mean, you guys know how long three minutes is in sumo. It just went on for a long time. And as you said, Takiyasu, dominant for most of it, had good holds, had good positions, had Kirabiyama in that position that he often seems to find himself in when he's all twisted yeah, around yeah. and his arms up in the air. Takiyasu, good on the defense, but yeah, that, that uh, final move at the end, I feel like Kirabiyama committed everything, all his remaining ounces of energy because they were very tired at the end. He was heaving with breath. He put everything into that last tug down and it worked. Takiyasu was devastated. <laughs> Took it him a while to get up, didn't it? <laughs> slowest, yeah, he was down on his knees, yeah. the slowest walk down the Hanamichi I've seen for a long time. He hasn't had this bad a start to a basho and not pulled out because of injury or whatever since 2016. Yikes, really? Whereas wow. Kirabiyama, that's three three losses in a row, I should say. Kirabiyama, three Sanyaku wins. He's got one of each flavour. Yeah, so he's, he had an Ozeki, a Sekiwake, and today a Komasubi. And I think Cosmopolitan. And I think tomorrow he has Ichinojo. Okay. Komasubi. Okay. Well, he's racking up the scalps. Doing he's three very, and very zero well. at Magashira 2. Um, that one was very close today over Takiyasu, who is zero and three. Wakataka Kage came up next after that mega replay that they started to replay the whole thing at half speed. And we we're like, please don't do that. It's going to take six <laughs> minutes. 
<laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the, the slow moment to moment, but also I've like, I've got things to do. <laughs> we need to go on. So it went straight onto this bout. We're a bit surprised by it. Wakataka Kage V, Sekiwake, Meisei. Wakataka Kage attacked Hardy, sprang forward. Meisei held him up by the neck. Moved a little bit to his right and thrust Wakataka Kage to the ground in a couple of shoves. It's Meisei's first win. Well, I think Meisei fans across the globe would be breathing a collective sigh of relief after that win. Oh, and what a, what a scalp to get. Wakataka Kage can be very dangerous, but Meisei, congratulations. This is your first win as a Sekiwake. He's one and two. I think very frustrating this for Wakataka Kage because so many guys went to 3-0 today. <laughs> Mm. And he would have loved to be part of that pack with yeah. his, you know, his confidence and his good form so far this basho and his first loss. Well, I'd say one step at a time, Wakataka Kage. Don't get greedy. Two and one is completely acceptable. Sekiwake Mitakuyumi was up next against Maegashira 1 Hoshoryu and we were looking forward to seeing what was going to happen in this one and we weren't disappointed. Hoshoryu really took it to Mitakumi. He charged out of the touchy eye, just didn't allow Mitakumi to generate any forward momentum. But in coming forward so quickly, Hoshori didn't look balanced. And when Mitakumi counterattacked and pulled, Hoshori was thrown off balance. Now he squatted low here, somehow kept his feet. But as he came back up, Mitakumi dropped his head, steamed in, and just bodied Hoshoryu over the bales. It was a Yoritaoshi. Yeah, he would have loved to land that Maimitsu grip that he went for off the Tachiai Hoshoryu. He tried so hard, but I think how hard he tried got him off balance when it didn't work. Yeah, he went for it, and, and it just felt he had to do that to get a win against Mitakumi, but, yeah, not today. You could really see Mitakumi's eyes light up when he got off Absolutely. balance. Absolutely. And yeah. he just came in with that big body. He was yeah. too experienced not to take advantage of that. He's two and one would have loved that win today. And Hoshoryu at Maegashira one is one and two. Komasubi Ichinojo came up against Ozeki Takakesho, who's been having a bit of a terrible time of it. What can he do today? It was actually a really weird and messy bout. <laughs> it was messy, wasn't it? Ichinojo was very quick off the touchy eye. Looked way better than he has the last two days with the touchy eye at least. Slammed into Takakesho. Takakesho sort of went for a thrust, but Ichinojo was so quick, he had no, his arms had no time to push. Well, it was quite interesting. It's like Ichinojo threw that opening attack off almost, it left Takakesho almost thrusting upwards. So he must have really got under his arms there. Yeah, I think so. So he moved Takakesho back with a couple of big shoves. Takakesho stopped himself from being taken out, but then separated from Ichinojo and was very tentative coming forward. When he eventually did, he got his hands on Ichinojo's mawashi, yeah. which was another surprise yeah. <laughs> and what made this pretty weird. I felt from this point, I think we saw this differently, mm. I felt from this point that Ichinojo just let him come forward with those hands on the mawashi and knew what he was going to do with that grip. He dumped uh, he dumped Takakesho down on the ground on the Tawara, Uatenage throw on the edge. So Takakesho had attacked quite successfully. Ichinojo was moving back. Uh, the way I saw it was that he just got both hands on the back of Takakesho's belt just in time to swing him down. You right. felt there was more control in it than that? I thought so. I think he wasn't amazingly worried about being taken out there. We have seen him give up on the edge. So, I mean, I guess it could have gone that Takakesho moved him back and he just yeah. went, oh, well, I'm going out. Yeah, true. So it was great, no matter which way that momentum was happening there, it was great to see him do that move yeah. on the edge. 
It, it was interesting too. The, the other moment that I'd love to go back to is that the moment when Ichi Nojo and Takakeisho had separated, it looked like a great opening for Ichi Nojo. But as you pointed out, he looked a little tentative. Uh, yeah, well, I was saying that Takakesho was being tentative. I thought Takakesho was going to initiate straight away with a big push. But, I mean, they, they oh, both they were, both right? Were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both could have done something there, but they were sussing each other out and seeing seeing what they would. I mean, it's just such a massive size difference. It's, yeah. it's hard to find. It was a, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a very, very interesting bout to watch and I wouldn't have uh, predicted that um, given both of their styles and how they work together. But... Takakesho now is zero and three. Yeah, I mean, that's a bottom line, isn't it? That I feel like his confidence is way down, especially after today, and probably his skill as well. And you have to think that it has something to do with his injury and, you know. Yeah, it, uh, uh, you can't really see the injury affecting him, although we haven't really seen a good Takakesho push yet. That's right. And that's where I think it's affecting. So yeah. if you're, I guess, if your back your sore, your neck sore, yeah. and these you know, this business is going in, 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 in your spine and the discs and, you know, mm. you can't push. But look, watching Takakesho haul himself off the ground, you know how some ricochet have that ability to just get all of the dirt stuck to their back? Yeah. And it makes a, a loss look even worse. Well, Takakesho. He's also sweaty Takakesho. His <laughs> mawashi was drenched with sweat today. He's such a sweaty boy. Yeah, well, he was covered in dirt head to toe and Ozeki Takakesho is zero and three. Ichinojo one and two. And we should say Kataban Takakesho. We should. They always say Kataban Ozeki in yeah. the Japanese coverage, don't they? They almost never say Ozeki without saying Kataban yeah, before it just to really drive it home. So he's, you know, only needs eight more wins and he'll be fine. That brings us to the second last bout of day three. Ozeki Shodai up against Hokuto Fuji. Hot off his win from yesterday. Hokuto Fuji, he had the better touchy eye here. He shot straight out at Shodai. And I thought... He's gone and done it. But Shodai stood tall and just starts moving Hokuto Fuji back and back and over the bales. I comically rubbed my eyes because I couldn't believe what I was seeing here. I mean, how can Shodai be so high and, and push so, like that? Yeah, I know. I know. It's <laughs> baffling. His touchy eye was, was back to his kind of old yeah. <laughs> bad one where he just stands up. But then all of a sudden, you know, his legs went stiff and... He sort of does his w weird thrusting hip movements and today it just worked for him. I yeah. couldn't see how Hokuto Fuji was low and just was was slid back and, yeah, sure I got the W. It's a funny old game, Sumo. Why does he stand up like that? At the I don't know, because it works. <laughs> well, because it works. I know, why would I say that yeah. after about that he won? He's two <laughs> and one. Hokuto Fuji is also two wins and one loss. Takanosho versus Yokozuna Terunofuji was the final bout of the day. And I think that this was the best effort so far, by far against Terunofuji in the Akibasho. Takanosho knew he had to stay away from Terunofuji's grasping hands, find another way to get him down. I don't know what that way is, but Takanosho tried the Nodawa first. He held Terunofuji up high, prevented the Mawashi grip. He started backwards, separating from Terunofuji, another crucial <laughs> uh, thing to do to put that space there, but not for long enough. Terunofuji slipped in and, as we say often these days, with him it was all over from there. Yeah, a, a very admirable effort from Takanosho today. But the thing about Terunofuji, if you can keep him off the belt out of the touchy eye, he's then going to lock your arms up. And then yeah. you, we've seen this play out so many times. There was one moment I remember where you went, oh, and it was... 
I think it was after they'd separated and they turned around and Terunofuji just got a little bit off balance and we thought maybe there was an opening. Not that we're looking for Terunofuji to lose, but, you know, you're always no, I guess um, we, no, wondering you're right. what's going to, who's going to get that first win against him. But it's funny to, to see even the smallest crack in Terunofuji's armour yeah, exactly. is worth getting excited about because you only see it so briefly and so rarely. Takanoshaw did it today, uh, but, yeah, I think... To beat Terunofuji, you need to do a lot more than this. Yeah, well, he's done way better than Ichinojo and a lot better than Hoshoryu <laughs> as well. So he can be proud of that even though he's one and two. But, yeah, Terunofuji joins that pack on three and zero. So can you give us that pack Ooh, of I three? Could. Well, I could if you like. Sure. Three wins. We have Terunofuji, Kiribayama, Onosho, Tobizaru. Love it. Miyogiri. Sure. Now we're going to finish off with a bang. Chiamaru. Yes. Chiyanakuni. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we just stop this basho here? Yeah. I like this as a winner's You pack. all get a giant cup. <laughs> Let's Share have a look them at, around. Shall we have a look at the bouts for tomorrow? Hokuto Fuji has a shot at Terunofuji in the last bout of the day. Taka Keisho has to take his 0 and 3 up against Hoshoryu. They've only met once before, and Taka Keisho won that meeting. Uh, but boy, given current form, that will be a tough one for him. Shodai takes on Takanosho. Kodnawaka goes against Meisei. Mitakumi has a bout against Takayasu. So Sekiwake versus Komasubi. They've met 25 times in the past and Takayasu has won 19 of them. Oh, wow. So a long history between those, dominated by Takayasu. And tomorrow we have the Mongolian trip matchup, Kiribayama. Up against Ichinojo. Oh, always makes me sad, but I also love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And that will be tomorrow, day four. Thank you so much for listening to Sumo Manichi. We hope you're enjoying the basho so far. And catch us on social media and say hi. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah.